Hi, I'm Cami Welch. Welcome to the What's Important Now podcast from the Arvada Chamber. In this podcast, we talk to business and community leaders about the critical issues and topics you need to know to help your business thrive. I personally am super excited about today's t- podcast because we're talking to one of the most incredible badass women of Arvada, the fabulous Kate Hickson. Welcome, Kate. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It is just a joy and a pleasure to be with you, Cami. Love it. Well, let's start today. Just tell us a little bit about your company, Blackhound Design, and your role there. Sure. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So we are an Arvada business. We have been around for, gosh, going on eight years now this spring. We love the community. We love the great state of Colorado. We love serving all the people who live here. So what do we do? (laughs) We create custom furniture, art, fabrication, millwork. I mean, you name it, we build it. We also do a lot of design work ourselves, but we also work really closely with interior designers, industrial designers, architects, engineers. We focus primarily on the commercial space. So we've done a ton of restaurants, hotels, retail spaces, all across the state, as well as all across the country. You know, we're really lucky to be in an area with high economic growth, as well as a super creative, collaborative crowd all across the state. So we're just grateful to be in business in the city of Arvada. Well, we are grateful that you're doing business in Arvada. You guys are amazing. And I know during the pandemic, you were incredibly helpful with Old Town and many other projects. So thank you for all you guys did to help businesses thrive over 2020. Of course. So I want to talk a little bit about your team. So we know you have a stellar team of women that work with you at Blackhound. Traditionally, talk to us about female representation in this industry and some of the roles the women play within your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it's definitely a male dominated field. You know, as mentioned, we do a lot of building, a lot of construction, big commercial projects. So, of course, when you think of, you know, commercial construction crew, your brain automatically goes to a bunch of males with their hard hats and their safety vests. We have flipped that model. We have just as many females wearing those same hard hats and safety vests. <laughs> We're really lucky in that we have grown incredible talent and found incredible talent within the community. So we have females as welders and metal fabricators. We have wood crafts people, (laughs) crafts women on our side. We also have several ladies in prominent leadership roles at our company, ranging from project managers, operations managers, uh, interior designers, industrial designers, you name it. There's probably a woman somewhere behind the scenes or in front of the scenes within that role. That's something that we're really proud of. But frankly, that wasn't always the case within our company. When we first started out, aside from myself, we were completely uh, a male comprised crew. It wasn't until, gosh, maybe about two years ago or so to where we were able to really look outside the box and be intentional about trying to bring women into our fold. Since then, we've been able to do that really successfully, although we're still trying to grow in that regard, of course, but I'm really proud of the leaps and bounds we've been able to take within encouraging women to join our team and this industry. I love that. And I think you and I could do a whole podcast on talent pipeline and how we get women into these types of careers. So we'll save that one because I think that is such an important topic and one that we need to address further. So thank you for lifting that. And thank you for all your work in that space. So we're celebrating women this month at the Arvada Chamber with our Badass Women of Arvada campaign. 
um, in part to inspire young women that they can take on any role in Arvada. And you're certainly a shining example of what that is. So there's a saying that you can't be what you, you can't see. What role can businesses play in elevating the voices of women in the workplace? You know, that's a, a great question and one that I don't necessarily have a perfect answer for. But what I do have is what has worked for us. And in that way, we have really focused on highlighting the women at our team in our company-wide newsletter that goes out once a month. We do blog posts about the various ladies at our workshop and in our leadership roles. We do social media posts. We try to just shine the light on the fact that there are these strong, capable women at our team, in our industry, doing incredible work. And it's regardless of their gender, right? (laughs) Now, we could talk all day long about the amazing benefits that a feminine lens can bring to these various industries. But for us, it's, it's not just about that. It's the fact that we can stand right next to the men and be just as strong, just as capable, bring our own unique point of view. But we're not trying necessarily to be separate or different from the males within our industry. We're just trying to complement. On the flip side, we've also incorporated a lot of other businesses into our social media campaigns and our newsletters. We have done guest blog posts with a couple other feminine or I should say female owned businesses throughout the area. So it's not just about Black Hound. It's about ladies everywhere within this great state of Colorado and what we can do to bring some positive energy to all these different businesses. I love that. And it is such an important conversation to be having. And I appreciate that you are shining that light on these issues because it still is very much an issue in a lot of industries. And so Mm. it's great that you guys are addressing that head on. This year, International Women's Day's theme was Choose to Challenge, encouraging men and women to call out gender bias and inequality. What is your advice for men to help challenge inequality in the workplace? You know, we have a complete, transparent, open dialogue with everyone at our company. We do formal and informal check-ins with private conversations with everyone that's on our team, whether it's once a month, once a quarter, once a year, varying degrees of the formality associated with those. We also are just constantly present with everyone at our workshop, everyone who comprises our crew. So, you know, we're talking about lunch breaks, right? Or uh, tossing Frisbee outside when the weather's nice, just always being around, always having a good relationship to where when situations do arise, people are comfortable talking about it. I think it's really hard if you put up barriers between management levels or between leadership to then expect honest, transparent conversations. Instead, I think by kind of bridging the gap between friends, employers, employees, team members, being able to have that great relationship, you're able to be more honest and have good feedback to where when things do arise, you can talk about it immediately, address it immediately, fix it immediately. I love that. It's the idea of trusted conflict, right? It's okay to not always agree or to have conflict, but we have to do it in a fashion where we trust and respect the outcomes of that discussion. So I love that thinking and how you build that rapport and relationship together. That's beautiful. Perfect. All right. One more question for you today. So what are some of the traits that you admire the most amongst the leaders that you've worked with? Mm, Great question. I always gravitate towards a model of leadership called shared leadership. 
So if you think about the traditional leadership structure, it's almost like a triangle, right? You know, the leaders on top and the final decision-making, all the calls, you know, come from that one person at the top of the triangle. Whereas I instead view leadership more like a circle or heck, even like a hexagon or something (laughs) where, where instead the leader knows when to step down or step aside. You know, let the other managers, let the people out on your workshop floor, you know, whatever, whatever your business model or structure might be, surely everyone who works there has a voice, has something important to say, has something valuable that they can contribute. So by sharing leadership, you can let all of those different voices shine. I think that's a huge, vital part of being a leader, knowing when to step back, knowing when to shut up, (laughs) knowing when to let those other people's voices and perspectives and leadership take the center stage. That's an awesome answer and such a visual answer too, which I appreciate Mm -hmm. that circular approach to leadership is absolutely incredible. Well, Kate, you are certainly a badass woman of Arvada. Thank you. Thank you for your leadership and grace and everything that you do and your role you play in the community and um, outside the community to make sure that women and leaders across our region really shine. So thank you for everything. It was a pleasure to have you on our podcast today. Oh, thank you, Cami, and vice versa. I mean, talk about an incredible leader and community member. It's just amazing all the great things that you and the chamber do for Arvada and Denver as a whole. Well, it's certainly my team that makes the magic happen, but thank you, thank you. And again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of What's Important Now.